Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hey, it's uh, been a minute or two since I told you much about what I've been reading, and so I thought I would catch you up just very quickly on two books that I recently completed. I won't say that I recently started because that's another story about my reading habits, but one of the things I have said in my intro is that I love learning and I love sharing what I've learned. And that's a big part of what this podcast is all about, because my hope for you is that you are inspired and then aspire to do your own learning and growing so that you can be more fully who God intends you to be. We go through life hanging on to things that, uh, maybe words that were spoken over us when we were younger and perspectives that used to fit, but they don't serve us anymore. And we come to this season of life approaching the second half, or maybe you're in the second half where you kind of go, that doesn't fit anymore. And, and so I'm using this opportunity to just keep encouraging you with ideas that have been bubbling around for me and learning from different uh, thought leaders in a variety of areas. And so one of the, the genres that I love to read is memoir, which is a French word, right? Memory. And it's personal. It's written by the person who's had these experiences. And recently, uh, I've had the privilege, I'm going to say question mark, of having to be <laughs> sidelined because I have the first cold that I've had in three and a half years. Thank you, COVID. And I'm so happy to say never got COVID yet anyway. So here it is, 2023, and a head cold laid me out. And that's okay because I had time and I'm grateful for that. So I've been taking care of myself, doing old-fashioned things like reading books and drinking tea and staying cozy. So I finished these two particular books. Now, hang on before I go too far. Disclaimer, I've struggled with the idea that reading happens on Audible. I, I just, it's been a hard thing for me to come to. And yet what I've found is there are two genres that I like on Audible. One is fiction because it's storytelling. 
And when it's well done, like a theater of the mind, you know, radio show or something, then it's really entertaining. And the other one is memoir, because it's usually in the voice of the storyteller. And these two particular books that I'm going to share with you today are just that. They are read by the authors. And so they're telling their own stories in their own voices, which is why this episode is called Two Books, Two Voices. And I'm going to share what I've learned from them. Now, first off, I have, you know, you have to know that I am a music lover and I am both a self-confessed Francophile and Anglophile. So let's see, all the way back to Prince Charles and Lady Diana's wedding, which I got up in the middle of the night to watch. I have been one of those people to kind of just check in every once in a while with the royal family. So music, well, you too. And this particular book, Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story by Bono. And the other is Spare by Prince Harry. Now, you can just say, all right, I'm not interested in either of those books. I'm going to tune out. But I really want to encourage you to recognize that there are things that we can learn from people's lived experiences. And they can help inform us in our own lived experience to pay attention, to become aware the ways that we might not be currently aware in our own life. So hang on, because there is something here for everybody. Even if you're not a YouTube fan, and even if you're not a royal watcher, okay? So just bear with me. The fun part of listening to both of these books, as I mentioned, is that each of the authors are reading it. So A of all, the Irish accent, for Bono, and B of all, the very British English of Prince, Prince Harry. I can't even speak regular English. Anyway, I think that's really fun because I'm from California and we have flat accents and, and really don't have inflection and things. We have to work at it. But when you listen to somebody tell their story in their own inflection, and emphasizing the things that stood out to them as they've looked back and are bringing it to present day. It really is exciting and, and helpful. So Bono, his, his book is an incredible, he, he used the word immersive audio experience. Because not only does he read it himself, but he also sings and there are sound effects for you know, closing doors, etc. Not overdone every once in a while. And the fun part that I really didn't realize about him and his sense of humor is that he does voice impressions. So when he's having a conversation with Nelson Mandela, he actually does an 
imitation, a voice imitation of Nelson Mandela. And if you're not paying attention, you might think it's like an audio clip from a conversation. And and some of them, his his imitations are not solid, but they're fun and well-placed. So that's the overview. 40 songs of U2. And the one story is Bono's life story. Like, why is he called Bono? I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to read the book if you don't already know. He tells about his brother, his parents, his relationship with Allie, his wife, his four children, most of all, his bandmates, how they came together, what kind of relationship they've had, and what, what were the ups and downs. The privilege of having superstardom international superstardom, what that has cost, as well as what is it given access to. And that's what I have loved about listening to him is the trajectory of humility. Because Bono's near my age. I say near. He's not as old as I, but he's close. He could be my younger brother, as a matter of fact. And in his journey, he shares his formation. Because, fun fact, if you didn't know, he is a man of faith in Christ. And he shares openly why he made life decisions that he did and has taken action the way that he has. Because God has influenced in a way that he recognized he has been given a platform for the opportunity to improve other people's lives. Now that's worth paying attention to. He highlighted and continues to highlight global poverty, the debt that countries have to other more powerful financial nations like China or the UK or the United States. He talks about, of course, you may or may not know these things, but he talks about the world AIDS crisis and and how when you're born in a particular area, you don't have access to health care. We don't think about these things sometimes. And if you're a person who looks like me and you live in a privileged country with access to whatever it is you want, whenever you want, it's easy to think that the rest of the world lives like you do, like I do. So getting to see things from another person's perspective is always a helpful opportunity to grow awareness of where I might not be paying attention. So I offer that to you as a good reason to listen to the book. But the other thing is, in listening to him talk about his faith journey, it really has helped me see the places where I used to feel ashamed of were actually intended for my growth. 
And so that might be something that's true of you as well. There might be places in your history where you're like, oh, I wish I would have done that differently. And yet, if you look back with eyes of faith, there's opportunity for healing and remembering in a way that you can see how God has used your your foolishness or bad choices in the moment or whatever you want to call them for your growth and development. So I love the book. I am, <laughs> I really encourage you to get both the hardback and listen to the audible version because he says some incredible things. He's, he's a wordsmith. He's an artist. He is a poet. He's a deep thinker. And, and as he's telling these beautiful prose and poems that he's composed, it can just flow past you. And it's, you know, you want to see, what did he say? And so instead of backing up Audible, if you have the hardback, you've got it right there and you go, oh, oh, yeah, oh, so good. So that's my first book that I was able to finish while I have been sidelined. And then the second, Spare by Prince Harry, I really wanted to hear his life story because seeing snippets of hardship, that's all I've ever known of his life, hardship. He lost his mom when he was a young boy. Interestingly enough, so did Bono. There's some parallels in the way that these men have used their fame and fortune for the betterment of others. But that fame and fortune has had a lot of cost in both Bono's and Prince Harry's lives. Thankfully for Bono, it hasn't been what has shaped his life. But in listening to Prince Harry, the paps, as he calls the paparazzi, have had such a negative effect that there has been have been times when life has not been safe. And it really struck me that we're the reason that that happens. Our interest in their lives, our willingness to pay for People magazine, or if you're a, a Murdoch uh, reader, no judgment. I just don't buy those papers. But we all see the headlines because they're often right where we're buying our groceries. In any case, the purchase of those media outlets are the reasons that the photographers go to the extent that they do to chase and to get in and to impede, insert themselves into the lives of famous people. 
and that makes what could be a very normal life a very hellish one. And Prince Harry speaks to uh, the comments, well, you're famous. That's what you get as a result of being famous. Is it, though? That's my question. Why? Why does it have to be that way? I don't know if you've watched The Crown at all, but when, at the time, Princess Elizabeth was in Nairobi and learned of her father's death, there was a scene of integrity by the press where they removed their hats. Now, mind you, that is a different style now for for men, but they removed their hats. And one of them, one of the photographers, got in front of everybody and held them back in in order to give them the, the space and the peace that they needed. So it hasn't just been since uh, Prince Harry has been alive. The problem with popularity and fame has probably been exacerbated since forever. Our willingness to pay for the papers, to pay for the magazines, that made me start thinking about what I take for granted in the in the peacefulness of being able to go for a walk with my dog and not have to have conversations with people if I didn't want to you know you might think oh i want to be i wish i had a platform i wish i was famous and it doesn't sound all that great honestly but on the upside prince harry has wisely used his platform of fame to help in places in similar ways that Bono has. They both have a heart for the continent of Africa, different countries, different interests, similar in some cases, both investing in healthcare and education for preventing the spread of AIDS, women's education, because if you educate a girl, then she is going to be able to impact a family. And if she's impacting a family, then that starts to have its trickle out effect. And we, again, take for granted where we are in the world and what we live our lives like. The other thing I learned as I listened to Prince Harry was how we do not recognize that race is still such a prevalent, divisive topic, reality, I don't even know the right word to use, honestly. This is where I'm going to say I am a learner and a listener. 
I know that people who look like me need to learn and listen from people of color, listening to their lived experiences, not diminishing them, not dismissing them, simply giving the dignity of listening to someone's lived experience. As Prince Harry shared his relationship with Meghan Markle and how so much of the media became focused on race and hateful things, it also was 100% at the same time that our own country was wrestling with George Floyd's murder, with Ahmaud Arbery, with Breonna Taylor. And as if we have not learned anything, Tyree Nichols. We need to learn the names and lived experiences of these humans whose life is valuable. It doesn't matter what our skin color is. And the idea that there is a better skin color than another is, is really awful. I'm just going to say, I'm going to put my own word in there. But it's also historic and it's not pretty. And if we're not willing to look at our own history and just see it for what it is, then all we're going to do is perpetuate the same ways of being. So that's something I learned from listening to Spare. The media is my responsibility and racism is my responsibility. Now you might say, what? How, how can one person take on responsibility like that? I'm not saying it's my responsibility to fix. I'm saying it's my responsibility to pay attention to my consumption habits, my likes and shares on social media, my turning a blind eye as if somebody's life isn't worth the time to express lament and sorrow and outrage. And what can I do? Well, it's back to the idea of thinking locally and globally and what kind of action can I take? It's just gotten me thinking a lot. Both Prince Harry and Bono have given me a lot to think about. The one thing that I'm really considering is 
how can I act locally and yet think globally? I've heard that saying many times. Is it the food bank? Because world hunger is a huge issue. And there's a local food bank here. Is it donating to organizations like uh, Second Harvest or World Central Kitchen or justice issues like International Justice Mission or the organization that um, was founded... Oh, I can think of the the author um, in Just Mercy, Brian Stevenson. And I think it's E-J-I. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up and I'll put it in the show notes. Sorry, I didn't do that research. It just came to my mind as I was thinking about ways of being able to contribute. It's not just money. It's time. It's energy. If you're a person of faith, it's prayer. It's talking about the issues with, with friends and inviting people to think differently and take action. That's what learning about other people's lives can do for us. It's not simply the, the idea of watching from afar and saying, wow, that's kind of cool, good for them, or fangirling over you too. I love their music. But it can also be how can my life more clearly reflect my faith, my concern for the betterment of humanity? What can I do to be an active part of making people's lives better here and helping them see the beautiful invitation for a future beyond here. So those are my musings. What have I learned? I need to pay better attention within my own life. And there is still much to be done in the world for the health and well-being of all of God's children. Because every human, every human is God's child. Well, thank you again for being here to listen to this particular episode. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to ask for a favor. Could you please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. It's a way that other people can find out what kinds of things I'm talking about here and the interviews that I have with others who are sharing their content and work in the world. And so it's it's pretty easy to do. You just go over to Apple Podcasts and Let Go Lean In podcast is listed there and you just rate and review. And I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. The other thing I invite you to do is to sign up for the newsletter that I send out, that I'm committing to send out on a more regular basis, where there's 
additional information, what I don't include in the podcast show notes so that you can connect with resources and the people that I interview. If you don't go right to the website, it'll come in your inbox. And in this coming uh, newsletter, I'm also going to make sure you have access to the Affirmations and Actions Workbook as part of the newsletter download. So go to Let Go Lean In Podcast and just click on Connect and you will find out how to sign up for the newsletter there. So again, I appreciate you giving your time to listen to these episodes and to be a part of the listening community. You are important. There's your affirmation. Bye. Thank you.